Hello and welcome back to the Anime Fridge. I am your host Arthur, and with me, as always, is my wonderful co-host B Ryan. How is your morning today, Brian? Uh, it's good. It's good. Uh, nothing of. <clears throat> Sorry, just a little thing in my throat, but uh, nothing of importance. Um, you said, is it the Anime Fridge or is it the Anime Fridge? You know, Brian, <laughs> you know what I mean. We go back and forth, right? I say the. I say the. But indeed, we are the anime fridge because it just sounds <laughs> much more elegant. Spy X family. Eleganto. Eleganto. <clears throat> yes, sir. Okay, with that segue, let's get into uh, our main topic of today. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes, um, I guess full disclosure, as, uh, as we do, we recorded two weeks ago and we did our impressions, then we did some news. But unfortunately, yeah. you know, this is our third time this happened where our file somehow it gets lost it gets corrupted something happens so we're here to re-record and last time what we didn't do though we did not do a review of evangelion and we are this time so yes yeah i mean it's good yeah so hopefully um we'll be able to make up for that last episode the way that we couldn't with the other ones i mean the the iconic beast stars recording will always go in infamy um we and did then, re-record uh, Neko Monogatari White, though. We did do that one. Oh, okay. Then yes. never mind. Never mind. Yeah, I have that been was the corrected. One that was lost. I <sighs> the Beastars will forever stay lost. Yeah, that one's gone forever, it seems like. Unless one day we don't know what to do. And we're like, hey, Beastars, we, we watched that, right? Like, let's go. No. No, oh, that'll shit. be just for us. That review is just will always stay hidden under wraps. Oh, man. Subscribe to our Patreon to listen. No, <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to our OnlyFans to listen. Oh, shit. There you go. Where we are both shirtless. No, just I just feel like OnlyFans jokes are kind of like old now. They're pretty old, right? I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But with that, but though, yeah. so, I mean, the moral of the story is here. We're going to do our impressions again. So we're going to probably not make the same jokes. Or I mean, the whole point of impressions is essentially to know what brian liked and what he didn't like and obviously when we first did it i didn't know if he was gonna like summertime rendering uh shikikimori's a cutie or spy x family and now i do know what he did like and what we don't like and he knows what i like as well so because i uh, mm-hmm. we went into mm-hmm. it last time because i told him to watch summertime rendering and he thought that was gonna be the shitty show and you know now we know what he thinks about it well i do you guys don't know yet, but I do, so it's not going to be as, you know, oh, so you did like it, oh, you didn't. Yeah, it's just going to be uh, our pretty much uh, more second m- impressions, more or less. So More matter of facts. Yes, more matter of fact. Yeah. And then afterwards, or, we're going to reveal uh, review Evangelion. Go ahead, Brian. What are you going to say? Yeah, no, or, or, I don't know. I'm always going to bring this up, but I don't like I think about sometime rendering, and even also like Shikamaru Sen. I feel like the like the thumbnails on my list, uh, they're just not it. I feel like they're also too small, so sometimes I'm confused. Like like the guy with the orange hair in summertime rendering, I thought he was like a forty year old man with a beard with a nail gun, and then you got some <laughs> random person for in a swimsuit for some reason. Like none of this photo makes sense until you watch like the anime. Sure. And so I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? You know, like. I don't know. 
Like you got one girl and a school girl. You want like a full like clarity of what it's gonna be about though too. I don't know if you want that either. No, no, just something you know. Maybe that looks really cool. I feel, I feel the Spy X family is a good example of a really good one, because you know we got you know three main characters. They're walking down their family, you know, and then in the shadow we kind of get their like alter ego, you know, like. It's interesting. It doesn't give up too much, and it's easy to read, you know? Fair enough. I suppose you're and right. And so, and I feel like, you know, like, summertime rending is not too easy to read. And then you have Chikamori sound where it's just, like, super basic as fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's you know? literally, like, a, you know, rom-com kind of title with, like, the pretty girl in the front. And, yeah, I mean, it really is like that. But, I mean... I think summertime render render is the correct way to do it. Where a true mystery, you don't want you know like in the background you get like the bad guy. You know, you know you you don't want that. You just kind of want a true mystery. But you know, I I kind of see what you're what you're getting at. But I'm I'm mixed on it. I think I think they're fine sometimes. Like I think a hot and ren, uh, I think they have a good uh, thumbnail too here. Like two deadpan characters. I think that's good. But anyway, with hot and ren. Yeah, Aharen san wa hakaranai. Yeah. I think that pretty much Yeah, it pretty much gives you the whole show right there in that in that thumbnail, to be honest with you. Hmm. I guess okay. with that we're gonna just jump into the impressions then. Yes. yes. Fine. Let's start how we did last time with uh what did we do last time? Uh Shikimori, right? Yeah, we started with Shikimori. Okay, well let's get into it then. Shikimori is not just a cutie. This is a show being done by Do Ga Kobo, which I like. It's a manga of source. Genres are comedy, romance, and a theme is school. I mean, it literally, that's a rom-com. It's what it's, you know, you know what you're getting. So, going into it, Brian, what were you thinking? I was thinking that, um, you know, either it's going to be, I feel like it was going to be like, you know, like a really good, well-done anime. Or it's okay. going to be cringe. And <laughs> yeah. like that there was going to be no in between, you know. Um, and what I got was, I guess I got the in between. Where it's like it's straight up kind of like in the middle. Um, yeah. How should we start this off? Are we going to do like a synopsis? Um, okay, well, what are I mean, we feeling? Let's do it. I can do a quick synopsis this time. Um, literally a cool girlfriend with bad luck boyfriend and they, they got together you know episode one they're already together so there's that going for it but cool mm-hmm. girlfriend that and then occasionally she has this you know badass face that the main character which his name is izumi he really likes and you know so apparently pretty much the show is you know useless main character with cool girlfriend as we usually have the reverse roles in most romance where you get the useless girl with the guy that can do everything now it's reversed and that's what mm-hmm. it is and, and so all you're going through is essentially your day-to-day of him losing his wallet and she has to pay or him you know literally almost dying by a stop sign falling on his head but then she kicks it out of the way right before it hits him and that's the plot yeah. over and over and over again and she seems to be really jealous type you know and that's it you get that every episode there's been no development at all so far it's just been that with these side characters the deadpan <laughs> lolly the kind of aggressive girl and then the kind of maybe gay friend yes <laughs> the, the <laughs> <Right? yaoi>? yeah. <laughs> well i just love how the way they kind of like 
I feel like they kind of like play into it in a way. Yeah. Where like, where like you know you see Chikamori always getting like jealous. It's like, oh, you're always hanging out with a uh, with Shu or Inuzuka. I don't know what they call him in the show. Right. But they're like, oh, you're always hanging out with him, and then they have like you know kind of like, like I don't know, like those scenes like they're giving you like hints right they give you like you know like they're touching hands or like you know right. they're looking at each other's faces for too long the <laughs> yeah. the longing gaze right and so which i feel like it'd be funny if it actually went that way it'd be cool i don't know i feel like i always talk about like a <laughs> like a random like gay like um i don't know where subversion like in arto right or whatever i feel like that'd probably be like the coolest thing ever but um but yeah, so I think I was gonna ask you, um, you because you've been keeping up with the show, right? Yeah. And so there, and like literally nothing has happened since, you know, kind of like the last time we talked about it, where we did kind of call it that um, that yeah. the same thing over and over, that the same thing happens over and over again. That's right. Nothing has happened. Like I said, um, all we get is uh, you know, every time Izumi's like. He just gets more depressed, like, you don't even want to be with a guy like me, and then she gets mad. You know, yes, I do, and this happened, like, three times, that same exact thing, and then I, I believe in episode three, we talked about last time that he dropped his wallet, so he gets three wallets, and he kind of divides his money up, you know, <laughs> and he puts one in his back pocket, one chained up to his thing, and it's, like, just a bunch of shit, and then, you know, just stuff like that, like, little developments, but, yeah, Izumi hasn't changed at all. He tries to be cool, like, and I remember I said he he saved that little girl from drowning, but and then he started drowning as well. So then Shikimori <laughs> has to come in and save both of them, but and then the little girl is all happy, gives him a cheek, uh, kiss on the cheek, and Shikimori gets jealous of like this like five year old girl kissing him on the cheek. It's like, oh, and you know, it's like it's one of those things that I'm like, come on now, let's let's not do this. Mm-hmm. But actually, the so the real m- murderer, the real murderer in yeah. summertime, Randy Render rendering yes it's actually shikamori oh you figured it out just just because she (laughs) the blonde izumi uh saved that blonde girl and so shikamori (laughs) just had to you know do a little waterboarding you know she make her swim with the fishes yeah but uh correct yeah and can we talk about like their ugly ass eyes that you seem to like but for me it looks kind of like um like, have you ever seen one of those creepypastas where, like, they kind of slowly change the art? And from yeah. some, like, for some reason, like, the eyes are, like, not hyper-realistic, but, like, kind of hyper-realistic in a way. Right. Or, like, differently. I don't know. I just feel like their eyes kind of scares me. Like, they just... It just looks so out of place, honestly. Like, I, like it's, like, a completely different style and just for the eyes. And um, it looks bad, in my opinion. I don't know. Okay, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't mind it. And obviously, I think uh, Hachimitsu, the little deadpan lolly, she has like dead eyes. Like if she just doesn't care about life, kind of like when a <laughs> character like gets depressed and they just their eyes just don't have any light to them. That's her eyes twenty four seven. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. her eyes twenty four seven. And but like other than that, I mean, I think I got, Dogo Kobo does good animation, and I think this is another example of a good animation. But then again, there's not much to animate. But it's yeah. not better than uh, my senpai is annoying and those like cuter shows. I feel those shows are are still better looking because Dogo Kobo does like these very cute like lolly faces, and this seems to be more of like a true anime, just you know, slice of life ad- adaptation 
without being as cute. I don't know if uh, the designer changed or something, but the eyes are fine for me. They're, they're not annoying, but they are extremely bright. Like, Izumi's eyes are extremely, extremely purple, and then Shikimori's eyes are, like, so goddamn blue. It's unbelievable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I guess, I guess what happened in episode 8, Brian was a childhood friend that he used to go to the library with, uh, Kamiya here. You know, they used to talk, and then now he has a girlfriend, and she's interested in how he confessed, and we got that confession, and that's it, though. I mean, just no, no development happens. No, 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 like, these are the kind of shows, kind of like my love story, where there's no wrench thrown in, like, you know, there's not the gel, like, uh, a childhood friend comes out of nowhere for Hizumi, and then, they're trying to compete for him. Just literally nothing ever happens here. So yeah, I can't see it really getting any better. I'm just, this is like the, the chore of the week for me still. Bruh. It's, it's, it's not, it's not good. And it has a 6.94 on Mal. So, I mean, that just goes to show that this is probably not good anyway. <sighs> was it higher in the beginning? It were, was. Were people anticipating, anticipating this a little bit more? Yeah, it was like a 7.5. Uh, so like yeah. an average yeah. show, uh huh. But it this is it's not good, Brian. Let's let's move on from this. Yeah, it's weird because I thought either like I either thought like it was gonna go down like Blaze of Burning or not, and so it turned out to be mediocre. And I felt like Summertime Rending was either gonna be good or just mediocre. That's like kind of painful to watch. Yeah, but I guess I guess not. I guess not. I mean, it is mediocre, and I think that's worse than being bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to the next one then, shall we? Summertime render. Well. Oh. Well, so technically, is is the drop for both of us? But. Technically, yes. Because I will not be talking about it anymore, probably, and I'm gonna probably forget about it by next season. Yeah. That ever that it ever existed. Okay. It's one of those shows. Yeah. Yes. All right. So we got summertime render or summertime rendering. I don't know what the correct name is. Kind of. What the hell is that? Well, anyway, <laughs> I know what the fuck. Yeah, it, that makes no sense to me. So this is an anime, it's twenty five episodes long. Sources of manga is done by Studio OLM, and its genres are mystery, supernatural, suspense, and the demographic is shonen. And this has an eight point three six on Mal, and of course, this is a show that is being broadcast on Disney Plus for Japan, not us. And if you get a VPN, you can probably watch it in Disney Plus, but no subtitles, so. Forget it. High seas, no matter what, hundred percent. And yeah, so going into this, Brian, what did you think? I mean, obviously, you already kind of gave us a little teaser of what you think about the the thumbnail itself, but the show itself. What do you think? <laughs> the show itself, overall, it's a uh, really interesting. I was I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm glad that um they were able to do it again. Um. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> I thought OLM. I was surprised that OLM was able to pull off. Another, well, okay, they haven't pulled it off yet. You know, we're still, we're still in the show. You know, they might fuck up the ending. We'll see. Right. But so far, so good. I'm loving it. Like, I'm really interested in like the characters, the setting is like super interesting. And um, yeah, I'm really impressed. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, this is obviously the studio that did Odd Taxi. And, you know, mm-hmm. going into another mystery, you're like, is it going to be as good as Odd Taxi? It's, you know, very highly doubtful, right? Odd Taxi comes in and 13 episodes of just pure suspense and drama. And it was 100% great. Masterpiece level yeah. show. 
And they also did Comics yes. Can't Communicate. They've done some good shows. But this show kind of brings Comics Can't Communicate visuals with the Odd Taxi mystery, you know, into one. And Yeah, definitely. Right? And yeah, I mean, it's obviously mm. going into this. It was just a straight up mystery. So even the opening is just nothing but like psychedelic visuals and it's pretty awesome if you ask me just like just like that little visual cue because a lot of shows can spoil the fuck out of a lot of things like oh here's the main villain you know smirking or blah 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 but you get nothing here even the ed there's nothing about it gives anything away unless you read the manga but Mm -hmm. yeah going into this you a quick synopsis again uh this girl wait can i do it go ahead go ahead okay excellent Thank you, Senpai. All right. So, open scene. We're on a boat. Um, Shinpei, not to be confused, Shinpei from JJK. No, just kidding. But, um, <laughs> well, like, it, it's like he's having a weird dream about his childhood friend, Ushio, uh, where she said, like, oh, you can't, you can't let, um, you got to take care of Mio. And so, like, so far, we don't know anything that's going on. All we know is, like, come find... Oh, yeah, Ushino also says to come find me and take care of Mio. And so, it's kind of like a dream. He's like, ah, what's going on? And then, of course, in typical anime fashion, he falls into somebody's boobs. Nice. And, um, you know, he gets slapped. He goes off the boat. And then we... Then um, Mio's there to greet him. But she falls off the dock and uh, just end up getting wet. Um, right. We find out that they're going to a funeral of the girl in the vision, Ushio. Yeah. And um, so it starts to kind of play out, you know, like normal. Um, things just kind of continue and we just get to know a little bit, like kind of like the complicated situation where um, what happened that day, the little girl who 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 was being saved by Ushio, Ushio. Um, she isn't talking anymore, and you know it might be trauma from the experience. Blah 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 blah. She has those eyes I but, mentioned earlier. What's up? She has the eyes I mentioned earlier, like no life. Yeah, the, the no life. <laughs> We're like, she's just completely broken by this um experience, right? Right. And so, um, we find out that they're missing the next day, and so they go and investigate. And uh, um, I don't know who brings it up. But they start talking about like a shadow, um, kind of like doppelgangers. They describe it as doppelgangers. Like, no, it's not doppelgangers. It's a shadow. But then what they end up describing is doppelgangers, because like the shadow is just like another version of themselves that 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 ends up killing them. Kind of like doppelgangers, because I feel like you know, like the lore is when you see your doppelganger, you're gonna die soon. Right. And so, have no idea how they're different, but whatever. And they ended up meeting Mio's doppelganger later on that murders them. And we see the whole thing uh, restart again. Right. Like, Shinpei's back on his boat, having the dream. He's wake up, you know, boob. And then everything else is the same. And so, but slow, slowly but surely, Shinpei, like, as he, like I think where I'm at, where I left off, he, he's done it like two or three times and he's been getting better, right? He's been setting up. He's been trying to figure out the shadows yeah and yeah and so that's a, that's essentially the plot in the nutshell pretty much uh re-zero you know uh come back to life try to do it again discover the mystery and yeah i mean obviously i think the first time you discover about the the shadow people the doppelgangers whatever the hell they it's, it's from mio just kind of telling him like a conspiracy that she saw ushio right and mm-hmm. 
that's what happened there. But also, and the first time at the funeral, there's a flash of light. Like, you know, this crazy light that happens out of nowhere. And then, like, oh, no pictures here. So, kind of, and then you, they don't, you don't see anyone with the camera walking away. It just kind of happens. It's kind of strange. Yeah. That gets explained later on. But, yeah, that, that happens there. So, yeah, I mean, obviously where I'm at, we're getting more. You know, it's happened a few times, the reset. And we get a lot more lore because, you know, he's figuring stuff out. But I won't say that for Brian. There's... It gets good, and we're it's so far it's still been good. It's still been an amazing show where I'm at episode eight. So, I mean, yeah, it's just a lot more mystery. I don't really want to you know spoil too much for anybody that wants to watch it. But Brian, yes. are you gonna keep watching this or are you gonna drop? Fuck it? yeah, oh, yes, shit. no. I've been thoroughly enjoying it. I feel like it's Higurashi, but better. You oh, know, yeah. and kind of in the way where like they all turn evil. I don't know, but it's like they're yeah whatever. But um yeah I, i'm definitely interested and like you know with olm i'm like i have like you know high expectations for them because you know they're able to kill with autaxi yeah and um i'm kind of interested too because you know with autaxi taxi looking back at it like you can like notice that they gave you a lot of hints throughout the way you know yeah and so um so you know so that's what i'm kind of looking out for while i'm watching this you know because like um you know they had it in the plain sight i mean they hide it they hid like the fact that wait never mind, i don't want to spoil it but <laughs> there's like a pretty big one in like the opening which like seems normal but like the way that as you keep watching it it just like makes more and more sense you know right absolutely and so i'm yeah and so i'm excited i'm definitely excited okay i mean yeah i say i think you did a pretty good job with the synopsis and not much more to talk about really here except that he has a heterochromia, you know, two different eye colors. Brian's favorite thing, so. Yeah, every anime character, you know, have to have those specialized eyes that just, like, are just different from everybody. Right. And. <sighs> we'll keep yeah. watching, obviously, in the high seas. I mean, it's unfortunate. I think this show is probably not going to get watched as much as it should because of that. And I don't know how many people actually care, though. You know, people always say that, but I think. When a show gets on Netflix or Crunchyroll, I think it does do better just because it's easier to get into. Because, like, now you got to get out of your way to get on the computer and, you know, high see it, right? It's kind of annoying. But, yeah. So, I guess with that, yeah, we'll keep watching. We are going to keep watching that bad boy. Yeah, for sure. Now, let's get into everybody's favorite. The best show in, of the entire, you know, of, no, of all time. Not just the season. Of all time. <laughs> all right let's jump into this i agree i agree so we're gonna do spy family brian's spy x family <laughs> and it is now number 10 on my anime list it has dropped down what do you think of that brian i think it's gonna keep dropping down yep. nothing that like 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 it's gonna go down in quality right but i think just kind of like the hype everybody's like you know full cracked on it they're like oh my god this is the best mm -hmm. yep um I think it'll definitely stay in like the top 100 or maybe even 50s for sure. Okay. But I'll taxi at 41. Okay, I see it. I see. It, I see that. Wow. But um. But yeah, I think it's gonna continue like you know, get to its like quote unquote real position uh, slowly but surely. Um, you know, it's like kind of like you know it has like recency bias. Of course. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah. And, and so we'll see. We'll see indeed. So this is the synopsis is pretty easy. Right, we can just do it real quick. But before that, this is done by Studio Wit Studio. 
with studio and studio cover works and the manga is the source of course its genres are action comedy and the theme is uh child care the demographic <laughs> is shonen makes sense so this show is about a spy that has a new mission to get close to this man that pretty much no one ever can get close to essentially so they have what he has to do is get a daughter to get into this prestigious academy and then you might have a shot at meeting him so mm-hmm. he gets a daughter mm-hmm. he adopts her and it turns out that she is a sidekick when he goes to the place and she can read his mind so she pretends that she's older than she is so she can get adopted and you know he's like yeah just take her like all right give me the paperwork now nah, you don't need to do it just fucking take her you know that guy was just super <laughs> super sketchy just it's pretty funny but and then at the end of episode one, it turns out you also need a wife for the interview. For some reason, it says no exceptions. So I guess that includes if your wife dies, but okay, that's fine. And so he has to um, get a wife as well, and he meets um, Yor, and she's yes. also agrees to do it because when you're at a certain age in this era, it's suspicious to not be married, and she's doing that for that and to appease her brother, both. So, yeah, mm-hmm. and with that, they pretty much go along and do the interview and all that. So now we're pretty deep into it in episode eight. But, Brian, episode three, episode one to three, what do you think? One to three, I think they're definitely, like, um, I think they, it does a great job of hooking. I think right off the bat, even on episode one, you're going to tell that this, like, uh, is going to be solid done. Like, it's, it's solidly, solidly that you know is going to be solid right okay because you know the animations there the art styles there the you know the way they introduce like everything i feel like the script is good like everything is just like super well done and prepared that you can tell like right off the bat yeah that um that this anime is anime is going to be cut like a cut above the rest which is i think is really good because there was so much hype um around this anime before it released yeah and so you know i guess you love to see when the hype actually does like meet up to the expectations right right and so i mean hype root uh, meets up to the reality and so um i think without a doubt the first three episodes can get you hooked it's just super interesting and uh you know like what's like the synopsis that you i think i think with that synopsis kind of covered like the first um couple of episodes you know that's what essentially happened you know they're getting the cast together yeah you know we got a little <laughs> set up world building going on right and so yeah i i feel like you know watch a couple like i don't know watch like 10 seconds then you're gonna like okay this might be cut above the rest you know it's gonna be above average at the very least you know right absolutely i mean it looked good sounds good we get you know funny scene we got anya surprise faces because she can Obviously, like, um, Yor is an assassin, and then you got uh, Lloyd is a twi- uh, almost a Twilight, and he's a spy, and she knows the truth of both of them, but they don't know of each other. She, you know, he, he thinks that she's like a, a town worker, or whatnot, and he's a doctor, right? And uh, mm-hmm. so, yeah, just they just kind of go back and forth, trying playing, playing fake lies, playing house together, and in the newest episode. You meet the brother. I don't know how far you're into it, but the brother finally comes and meets him. And I haven't seen the newest one that came out yesterday yet. But, yeah, they meet him, and then we're going to get a little more uh, spiciness happening because he's there trying to figure out because he's kind of suspicious about why 
he took forever. She took forever to tell him about their marriage. Like, oh, it's been a year now. So, he, yeah. So that's yeah. there's that. But I mean, with that, like, you're absolutely right. You can tell it's a cut above the rest. It's with studio, obviously, with CloverWorks. You know, they did uh, My Dress Up Darling, and with studio has done Ranking of Kings recently, and uh, The Ancient Make It's Bride. Just really good shows that are not Attack on Titan. And I know there's uh, there's some news happening. With uh, these three uh, three studios, Wit, CloverWorks, and one more, that they're trying to form a union. They're all gonna merge, in, right? Oh. In, they're making a union too in Japan, so everybody can get paid fairly or something like that. Yes, so, do it. I hopefully, cause anime, fucking animators, are you know beaten and abused, and except for KyoAni, yeah. I hope hopefully they fucking succeed. I feel like that's what they definitely need, and um. That's actually super cool. That's great news. I love hearing that. Yes, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Just with that already, you know, even if they make, uh, you know, subpar work, which so far they haven't, they've been doing nothing but good stuff. You know, we just did My Dress Up Darling, and now we're doing this. And My Dress Up Darling was probably the top show of that season, other than the sequels. And this show has become the top show of the season, even beating sequels. So, yeah. You know, um, just with that in general, I know Kiwani's coming back really hard with, uh, Sound Euphonium, a new OVA, and a new season, season three, which I absolutely love that show. So I'm excited for anything more Kill Annie anyway. But now with this as well, we can finally say Kill Annie and this, you know, merger of these studios as well. So we can get more of that. Yeah. And I'm happy to hear as well. Would you describe this anime as um, love, in, uh, love in War? Is that what the anime is called? Oh, Kaguya-sama? Love Kagu- in War? Kaguya? Yeah. Um, would you would you would you uh would you call this like Kaguya-sama Love is War in a Cold War setting? No, no, I wouldn't. Is that an accurate description? No, I don't think it is. Plus, um, a cute kid. Yeah, I, yeah, fine. There, as long as you add Kaguya-sama plus cute kid, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it all fell. That's where, That's it, where it all where fell the, apart. I don't know because I feel like Anya is very, very important. So I, if you don't add yeah. that part, I think. Then, but other than that, yes. You would say that they have like you know similarities to Kaguya and Sure. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. And what is what does Nippon mean? Oh, Japan. <laughs> Nippon. Nippon. Yeah, it's Japan. Oh, I thought that was like Nihongo. Or well, yeah, Nihongo and Nippon. Yeah, you can do both. Okay. Okay. Yes, sir. Alrighty, well, so I I think that was definitely um, um, I mean I feel like we're both gonna continue watching it, and so yeah. Yep, we are. So we won't give you the ratings for that, but give me your rating for Shikimori, Brian. If I were to rate it out of ten, I'd definitely give it like a four. You know, yeah. Like I feel like I kind of disliked it more than I was like neutral. Like it's a four point five, right? Where like, if I kept on watching it, it probably would the scale would go down more but since i jumped ship pretty early i don't hate it you know sure and so i was like you know it's mediocre it's not for me but i feel like maybe it's definitely like i feel like 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 cringe middle okay i don't want to be fucked up never mind but i feel like middle but like middle schoolers and high schoolers might find it more appealing and likable fine yeah and so it's just not for me Okay, for me, I'm not done with it yet, but I'll tell you what. I'll give it a 2 out of 10. I think the only thing it really has going (laughs) for it is the animation. Even the voice acting, I am not a fan of. 
Shikimori's voice is fine, but Izumi's voice just kind of irritates me. It sounds very like uh, a hentai protagonist that plays like a five-year-old that gets destroyed by like MILFs. And I I hate it. I kind of know what you're coming. I mean, yeah, I know what you're coming from. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, I'll give you my full rating, though, when when I actually finish it. But if it's a 2 out of 10, I mean, that just shows you I'm already really disliking this show. It's like... I, I said this last time. It won't be as funny when I say it this time to Brian, but when my brother, you know, I was watching this and he just, he sat down and watched it with me, I was more embarrassed of, like, this show than a show like Interspecies Reviewers because it was just so cringeworthy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm like, God damn it, dude. And Arturo watching Interspecies Reviewer in the living room. Like an absolute a, boss, dude. It's my house, my like rules. fucking king. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. And with that, I think uh, we can move on to Evangelion or anything you want to segue into, Brian, that you want to, you know, catch up on. Or... Wait, so do should we do like impressions? How impressed were we? Instead of, uh, oh, uh, like, uh, like, like instead of like scoring the show based on the show, okay, but scoring it based on the impression and likelihood of watching. Kind of like what we just did okay. to um, Shikamori, or just no? No, go it, ahead. It, it it's, just, it's just two more anyway. It's two more shows. Go ahead. Okay. I feel like, for me, with um, Summertime Render, well, I feel like if I was like to score based off it, if I continue watching it, definitely a 10 out of 10. Okay, nice. Yeah. What about Spike's mm-hmm. Family? Uh, Spike's family. I feel like nine out of ten. I feel like there's like that that minus one because I might just end up like randomly just stop watching it for no good reason. <laughs> That's right. <brilliant>. Um, <laughs> and so I feel like it has like the potential to be on that block where it's like, whoa, there's nothing wrong with this show, but then I just ended up stop watching it. And so I feel like that might happen. But I feel like with uh, uh, summertime render, I kind of want to see how it pans out. Yeah. I'm um, okay. So for me. Summertime Rendering, I'm also a 10. I think it's actually the best show of the season other than A Sentence of a Bookworm. So far, I think those two are on the same level of uh, entertainment-wise for me. And yeah, 10 out of 10 for Summertime so far in terms of I'm going to keep watching because it has me really, really hooked still. And yeah. it's really hard not to watch it. It comes out weekly, even though we get it like almost two days later because it's all just 100% fan-translated. So you might even get some shitty mm-hmm. ones. But Spy X Family, yeah, I'm already actually a day behind, which hasn't happened. So, I mean, I'll give it also a 9 out of 10. I think uh, it's it's fun. It's an amazing show. But, you know, I'm not really hooked. Just the comedy is good, but it's it's a show I enjoy. Nothing has hooked me. It's just a good show that I enjoy. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. Right. Okay. With that, man, shall we finally get into Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh God! And the end of Evangelion. Oh, you watched it? I don't. Yeah, of course I did. Okay, good man, good man. Then this is gonna be fun. Are you ready to have another uh, Fate Unlimited Stay Night, Unlimited Blayworks disaster again? No, I don't think so. Because I mean, <laughs> obviously with Fate, I was just sure you would like it, but after that, I just don't know anymore. So everything that's after Fate's Day now, and nothing can ever surprise me no more. I go in with a big chunk of salt in any show we do now. So it cannot <laughs> surprise me no more. Okay, okay. You know what's one thing that I am surprised about? Yeah. How Evangelion, 
I don't think at the top 50 of uh, of top animes. It's old, dude. That's why. Straight up. Bro, but there's some old ass shows here. I mean, they have fucking. I mean, I, I guess there's, um, you know, GOTH, you know, the Galactic Hero show. I mean, sure. Monster. Oh, that's 2004. Well, because it's in, in 93, right? Well, Brian, the thing about Evangelion, we'll get into it more, but I think people either think it's the best show ever or they think it's the most overhyped garbage. So, yeah. Right? Okay. Um, wait. So, <laughs> so what is this Kingdom Force season? Why is it like 31 and 32? 31 and 30? I don't know anything about But, like, about the fourth season hasn't came out. I know. The show hasn't come out yet. Oh, really? It's one of those, huh? Okay. Well, like, the fourth season, but the third season aired. Oh, wow. Yeah, you ha- you're right. Interesting. <laughs> I know that Kingdom's good. People love Kingdom. It's, like, one of the best war mangas ever. Anytime you see any kind of war in manga, people are, like, you know, and you read Kingdom, it doesn't really compare. So... I just know that people really love the manga, so having an anime adaptation that's not as offensive as Berserk. I think if Berserk was even like remotely this level, it'd probably be up here in like the top twenty as well. But because the adaptation is so garbage, no one cares. But yeah, I think this is the yeah. same boat as that. Just good manga with a good adaptation. Bro, how the? Okay, sorry, this is off topic, but <laughs> how the fuck is your lie in April higher? Above Violet Evergarden, fucking Haikyuu, One Piece, Ranking of Kings, and Ping Pong the Animation. What the fuck? It's above Ping Pong. Why? I don't know. I, I don't know. That's literally that's so offensive right now. I don't know. It pisses me off. Because Your Lie in April is fucking garbage. Like, the people who really like Your Lie in April is if you're, if you're a fucking simp. And sorry to say it, but yeah. I said it. There, I said it. I said Damn. it. Well, yeah, I'm with you. I think I was watching, who was it? When they announced the third season of Konosuba, right? On Twitter, they finally mm-hmm. got announced and it finally got, you know, a new, it's going to be a new studio. There's no more Dean. And it was on no. Twitter. It was on Twitter and people, and some guy said mid show and his profile picture was literally this blonde girl. And I'm like, you cannot even say Bruh. anything, dude. Like, I don't even know. I feel like people who say mid, like, they're like one word reaction is like mid. Um, <laughs> they're they're probably like they have like the shittiest taste in whatever uh, group they're in, and they're also the most pretentious. 100%. So imagine have being like the fucking worst of the worst, and then being pretentious about it. Um, it's literally them. Yeah. That's kind of if that was me, that I'd be embarrassed for them. But damn, you know? Brian, calm down. What do I know? What do I know? What do I know? What do I know? Okay. Well, shit. Yeah. And uh, like I feel like they say mid, and they act like it, they're gonna hurt everybody's feelings. You know, they're like, "Whoa, yeah. this guy just called my show mid." Like I, I feel like I've been hearing it a lot over One Piece, right? Because a lot of, um, the weird section of One Piece fans who think that One Piece is a god tier battle <laughs> god manga, yeah. that it's more battle about anything else, and um, they're just like they're they're not liking kind of like. Well, I don't want to spoil it. I don't know. But just like the new reveal or whatever. And they're like, that is not super serious. Like fucking blah, 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 blah. Right? Dude, that's the dumbest thing ever. It's never been about like the seriousness. Yeah, it's ridiculous. 
Well, it's never been about fights, you know? And It's never been about... Yeah, sorry. Go continue. Well, yeah, it's never been about the fights, but it, it, you know, when Luffy does fight, he does ridiculous things. Like you know, when he did a uh, oh gum gum UFO and just started spinning the guy around for no dumbass reason, and like, you know, he always does the dumbest things. Like oh, now he's gonna do gum gum whatever the fuck, you know, a tank man. He's fat now, <laughs> you know, and like yeah, he's, he's yeah he's dumb, exactly he's yeah exactly. Like they act like this is so brand new. Yeah, they're dumb as hell. And they keep, like, I guess, like, peak, peak, uh, fucking Luffy is when they fought Brabalucci, you know? No, they're wrong. Because I guess that was kind of more like a more quote unquote serious fight, you know? <laughs> oh, but, like, yeah, that as he, he beat fucking Crocodile by getting wet. And, like, what was the whole shit? It was, like, NL. Right. And, uh, I forget. What, yeah. So, like, I don't know. Just, yeah. I fucking hate those guys. They, they are special. I don't know. They are okay, sorry, random rant. Random rant as we random do here rant. in Anime Fridge. Now then, let's get back. Wait, no, oh. but we can't get started yet because there's also a big news. A news that affects you mostly. Well, you're pretty much going to say just to get me mad, but go ahead and say it. Wait, what? I, I wasn't trying to get you mad. I was just saying the thing about Hunter Hunter. Yeah, I know. And then you're going to talk shit on my boy as you do. But it's fine. Go ahead, Brian. Yeah. Because we have 10, episodes, 10 chapters confirmed. Um, no, I mean, that are expected, promised, right? Right. Four that are confirmed. So in actuality, we're going to get zero. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I thought the reaction to uh, that the the voice actors for Gone and Killua had were pretty cute. But they kind of tweeted out... Um, both of the characters crying yeah but um i kind of had uh i i find that hard to see because i don't think in 10 chapters is going to bring well like quote unquote 10 chapters yeah they're going to bring in those two because you know they kind of like parted ways and then they're balls deep into whatever is going on the other side of the world was fucking that the the ship the boat the whale yeah which like I'm happy about, but then again, I just forgot so much of what's happening, and I am not gonna reread that book because it's literally a book; it's not a manga. And you know, I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna jump into it again, but I'm not gonna go back and read it. You know, whatever. I mean, it's I'm excited, but I'm gonna get like like Brian said, maybe four. If we're lucky, we might get six chapters, possibly. But he promised ten, but you know, his promises are. Well, you know, not really faithful anyway, but we'll see what happens there. Are we going to finally get this arc finished and maybe get an OVA adaptation or something? I just, you know, I just, if he's not, if he's not really happy doing it anymore, maybe he should just stop. That's fine. Yeah, but definitely. It's like, it's not bad, this, this arc, but it's just, you know, kind of gone off. It's, it's very interesting what's happening. I'll just say that. And. You know, just if you're done, you're done, bro. It's fine with me. Well, well, doesn't it say that? Um. Well, well, okay, no, I think I phrased that wrong. Like, aren't they like really like, right? Like, Max, Max, have been in like the middle of the arc with like no chance of it being over in like in ten chapters. Well, yeah, we're right in the middle of it still. A lot's happening. A ton is happening. I remember some of the things that happened because they were pretty important, but. The little yeah. details of, you know, Hunter Hunter is good at, you know, putting little details like in the Chimera arc, you know. And I can imagine 
people that were reading that shit and then having a wait a hiatus that would be a bitch. So I I don't know how you can I don't know. It's just it's right it's right in the middle. I think maybe like fifty chapters to finish it or a hundred or something. It's it's a long one. I feel like. Yeah, that's what I f- I feel like he just started this whole shit, and like he completely went from shonen to like senin, and like uh, I don't know. I feel like maybe. He should do another transition where he goes from manga to like light novel and uh, <laughs> and just completely just blow up the game. Just be the world's first. I don't know about that, but all right. We'll, we'll see if he takes your advice, Brian. Manga to light novel, mm-hmm. baby. Audiobook. Well, because the fucking, the fucking manga is already a light novel with all the fucking bubbles he puts in. Right, exactly. That covers like literally like two-thirds of the fucking page which i'm okay with honestly if he feels like he needs this much you know description for something no what bitch it's the fucking wrong it's a manga you know it's fucking like that's not no no like no there's panels there for a reason it's because it's it's like you know it's about like the visuals you know i think it's It's, it's visual it's a weird hybrid visual you know with minimal words and the fucking garbage that he's been doing lately i don't know i don't know i just feel like i don't know i think it's fine like i said if you need that much description because a lot of times mangas slash anime you know they explain something for like three seconds and then like an episode or chapter later they break their own rules because they didn't really set up uh an exact rules of what to do here so they can break their own rules oh except when the main character does it it's like you can fuck off It's, it's so dumb yeah well anyway well okay i guess we'll get stuck on that yeah we're gonna continue we're not gonna ever finish our discussion here yeah but (laughs) it was fucking 100 they should have just ended it after the fucking new egg city the hell is that all right that should have been the true ending but um okay so maybe this is for next episode but have you seen my anime list top 50 um, I mean, top animation studios listings. Uh, no, I haven't. So let's do it next time, I guess. Then, sweet. Okay, okay, we'll do that. We'll do that. We'll do that. That sounds. Just fun. don't forget. I won't go to it then. No, I won't okay. go to it. Okay. All right. With that, we're gonna finally jump into Neon Genesis Evangelion, which this is the most '90s sounding anime ever. But let's fucking get into it. So it's done by Studio Gainax and Tatsunoko Productions. It sources an original, of course. Genres are action, avant-garde, drama, and sci-fi. Themes are mecha and psychological. And, of course, this show is done by none other than the amazing Hideaki Anno. He's a director, the screenwriter, the key animator. He's done, you know, the mechanical design, which makes sense. He started doing mechanical designs back when he used to work with Hayao Miyazaki. He did a lot of, um, you know, the, the, the one wind, the tell of, oh, my God. Nazca, the Valley of the Wind. That's what it's called. <laughs> Had to turn around yeah. look at the book. But he did uh, that amazing shot where he laser beams all the enemies and just that amazing explosion happens. So he's t- very talented in just that. So someone going from designing like that to doing a director and being a scriptwriter and a storyboard is uh, pretty amazing. And, of course, this is not his debut, though. He's done other things, of course, like this uh, Fushigi Yugi. The Nadia Secret of the Blue Water, everybody knows that one, very older. And he's done some things that are not... A, well, of course, he's done some Macross stuff with key animations. Everybody loves Macross. But 
Enough about that. Enough about Hideaki Anno. Enough about Dick writing him. I love him. As you already <laughs> can't tell. Um, okay. So, okay. Brian, going into Evangelion, why did you want to watch this all of a sudden? Why did you jump in and start watching it? Uh, just because maybe you were just talking about 3.0 plus 1 once upon a time. Thrice upon a um, time. Thrice upon a time. <laughs> uh, you know, because Neon Genesis Evangelion is that even though it premiered in 1995, you know, right. I guess nobody could really deny its cultural relevance because it's still around today, maybe because of the help of the remasters. I mean, the remakes. I don't know what, what those movies are exactly to the anime. But, um, you know, it's a show that seems that, like, you know, every like I think you explained it well, where, like, you either love it or you hate it, you know? Yeah. And um, it's kind of been persisting through time. And so, um, you know, I feel like, um, I don't know. It just felt like something that we had to do, right? Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough, Brian. Okay. Well, for me, obviously I watched this a while back. And uh, watching this anime just... For no reason, really. Back when I watched it, of course, it was in licensing hell. Nobody obtained it ever because Evangelion mm. was probably asking for an unreasonable amount of money. So I'm sure Crunchyroll, Funimation, those are pretty much the only two at the time that could uh, make a bid. And I'm sure like HBO Max and all, then they wouldn't. I don't think they even existed at the time, actually. But no, no one wanted to buy them, and they thought, you know, maybe it was too expensive. They just couldn't buy it in general. I don't know how much it would cost to license this show, but clearly too much for anybody to buy until Netflix said, I'll do it. And, of course, Netflix has yeah. the dough. So that's good Well, there. it's weird, right? Yeah. It's weird. Well, it's weird to me because, like, I never, as being somebody who never watched it, I never understood what was going on because, right. you know, it seemed like Netflix had, like, a million movies of it. Um, but they, it could have just been three. I don't know if they had more, but they have like the original series, the sequel slash retcon, retcon question mark. We'll talk about that later. Okay. And then the recap the rebirth, right? Where it's like a recap and a little bit of the, of end of Evangelion. Right. Um, and then Amazon prime had movies. And so I just never really understood what was going on. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. It's a it's confusing one when you tell someone to watch, hey, you should watch Evangelion, but the last two episodes you might not like, so you can watch the end of Evangelion, and then you can watch Death and Rebirth, and then after that, you can go ahead and watch the rebuilds. If you like the show at all, you can watch the rebuilds, and then there's one, two, three, and so there's that. But, of course, mm-hmm. one, two, three came out, Barely, barely you can tell somebody to finally watch all of them because they're all on Amazon Prime. So that's good, I, I think, right? Yeah, they are. They are. They're all on Prime. I think so. But don't forget, one, two, three, four, but it's actually three plus one. No, one, two, three, four. That's right. So you can do that there. And of course, those are vastly different than the, than the show. I mean, the first movie is pretty much the first and the second. The first movie is, you know, plot for plot the same as, like, the first episodes of the show. And the second movie, a little bit, but you go a little different. And then the third is where it gets so, so different. And the fourth, even worse. It just goes crazier. And you finally get uh, some true closure, in my opinion. And 
You think so? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And especially because I remember I mentioned it on the best movies. I, I kept putting Evangelion at the top every time. Evangelion was better than uh, The Bubble of a Soda, the Joshi one with the wheelchair girl. Just It was just an overall <laughs> good movie. The only movie that even compares with it is probably Kakegi Shoujo. I just watched that recently, and that was honestly a masterpiece movie as well. And if it wasn't probably for yeah. my rose-tinted glasses, that could have been maybe for sure movie of the year. But anyway... Let's get into some of the synopsis here, Brian. You want to give us a synopsis or, you know, you, what do you want to do here? Okay, so the synopsis is weird, right? Right. Because I feel like the lore doesn't make any sense, nor do they explain it. And uh, I don't know. Okay, so I have a lot of questions, but that's later on. But essentially, Shinji has daddy issues. Um, All right. Well, he has parent issues because yeah, his mom exactly. passed away when he was young. And his dad doesn't give a fuck about him. But he is like a high-profile government um, military worker, right? Right. And so, but he finally invites Shinji to come see him. Shinji is like, okay, I'll go see. I'm going to go tell my dad to fuck off because I fucking hate you. Blah, 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 blah. Little did he know he was going to get roped in into, into giant fighting robots where um, he constantly bitches and complains about being it. And... Um, He's trying to stop the intent, like angels, which are like alien creatures from destroying the earth. And the only weapons that are capable of fighting them are the Evangelions. And so yep. Shinji, Rei, and later Asuka team up together and uh, try to defeat these angels. And um, yeah, I feel like that's like the spoiler free synopsis. Yep, pretty much. I mean, so if he had not watched any Evangelion, or if you care at all, you can, I guess, leave here and uh, we'll get back to you. But, I mean, this synopsis, it makes sense. That's what you pretty much get. And you get that over and over again. And it's just, this is pretty much what started uh, getting the mech, you know, meme. Mm-hmm. Getting the mech, 14-year-olds piloting mech, why are kids piloting mech? Also explain, though, why. So, <laughs> Kid was depression getting the mech. Yes. And, of course, if you watch the show before you watch a lot of other shows, um, like me, like, uh, you know, Gigendo Ikari, his voice is done by Akainu, which, like, I remember Edgar. Yeah. I remember when our cousin Edgar, he used to always say, Akainu sounds like he would beat his wife. And, yeah, well, he wasn't <laughs> wrong about Gendo. I feel like he would, too. But Well, I feel like that that's what makes his role in fucking Gintama even, like, so much fucking better. Oh, yeah, I know, right? That's a fu- I fucking... Yeah, that's right. I feel like Kasegawa is definitely like hands down my favorite character. Well, one of my okay, I don't know, I don't want to say the favorite character, but he's like fucking, he's fucking goaded, in Gintama. Dude, Elizabeth is the best, but okay, that's fine. Yeah, no, Elizabeth is definitely, <laughs> yep. That's right. Anyways, anyways. Anyway, but yeah, so we got Gendo Ikari, of course. You know, his he has the 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 cross fingers, you know, glasses shining that he doesn't give a fuck, like get in the fucking mech, you know, pilot it. So he does and. It turns out he's compatible with uh, the mech. So there's a compa- compatibility thing because he doesn't want to at first, right? But then you see <laughs> Ray kind of, you know, bandaged up and, all right, you got to get back in the mech then. So he feels bad and he's like, all right, I'll do yeah. it. So then he does it and then... So this like... Go ahead. Sorry, but I was going to say this is like the first of one of multiple measurements that make no sense. But yes, like the compatibility. It makes no sense. How come? 
Well, because they, like, you know, they, they like, always, because of, like, the harmonics or whatever, blah, 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 blah. Like, sure. nobody could pilot this ever, ever. But then later, random-ass people start piloting Evas. I don't know. I don't know. But just continue, continue, continue. No, they don't say that. They say that with uh, Eva Unit 1, but, okay, we'll allow it. Because, obviously, Eva Unit 1 is special for a reason. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. they say that for one, and Shinji can somehow pilot it. Is it because he's a main character? Well, you'll find out later on. Well, anyway, so then he goes and fights uh, this angel creature. And, obviously, you see Tokyo 3 now is what they call it because it probably, it's been destroyed twice now. So, they have when, when angels appear, everything goes down underground, and they prepare for war. And... Um, yeah, he fights the mech, and uh, episode two happens, and he has no memory of what happened. So mm-hmm. there's that, and then he kind of, you know, school goes around that he was in, the, he was the pilot, all this shit. You know, nothing really happens there. But then you see uh, Ray goes, you know, she finally recovered, but she's of course the Japanese ideal of uh, never talking to anybody, just super quiet, does whatever you want her to do. So people mm-hmm. still have that Ray versus Asuka fight all the time. Cause I, I, yeah, to this day, to this day, man, I, I believe America likes Oscar more, but the Japanese love Ray. So yeah, there's that. Mm-hmm. But it goes on over and over again, just angels fighting down, and then just a lot of psychological thing with Shinji wanting to do it again because obviously, what uh, the when the Eva feels pain, you feel the pain as well. So that's uh, you know sucky, but so just kind of yes. go back and forth, and you know Misato does the when she chugs beer, she does the cat. Cross that's where it came yeah, naturally. That's <laughs> and Pen Pen. Yep, that's where it came from. And of course, you have Pen Pen, which this is an era where mascots kind of were needed. They thought so. Yeah, Pen Pen's the penguin it, that exists here. I mean, they still do it too. I, I feel like I said to this day, like a lot of times <laughs> know, already. Right. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I feel like they still do mascots. They do, but not really Western anymore. It mm-hmm. seems like, well. And then you finally meet Asuka. She arrives in Japan, some German girl that pilots Eva Unit 2. And, yeah, you get her her problems and her conflicts, you know, thinking that she's better than everybody else. But and then she gets jealous of Shinji because he can pilot Eva Unit 1 better than her. So, yes. Brian, give us some of the things you liked about this show then. Fuck it. I'm just going to keep talking about... You know, I'm gonna keep going on and on about this stuff, but let's just talk about some of the things you really enjoyed first. Okay, the first, well, the things that I enjoyed, right? Right. Um, good question. <laughs> well, shit. So, I think you know. I think one thing that I like is that I I feel like it was like a fair, fairly like normal anime. Uh, okay. For like a while. But you know they did like a good job trying to, trying to. Um, it's weird because I feel like I'm gonna have like a lot more bad things to say than good, but that's not necessarily how I feel about the show overall. So interesting. Just like you know, interesting. As a, as a you know, I might be I might do a lot of bitching and complaining, but you know, it it's not as bad. It's not as bad as I make it seem. Okay, I'm just I'm a preface that right. All right. So I. I think, you know, like, kind of, like, in the second act of the show where, like, all the characters get introduced and they're kind of, like, living, like, kind of, like, day-to-day with, like, you know, they... Because, like, we have 16 angels in total, right? Right. That uh, that they have to fight. Well, we don't know that. 
but that's what ends up happening. They have to fight 16. And so just good, like a good chunk of the show is just them, you know, defeating an angel like per episode. Right. Um, was there like, uh, just kind of, I don't, I don't want, it's, it's kind of like cowboy bebop in a way, like where it's kind of like episodic. The monster of you the know, week. Like, oh, they're d- yeah. The monster of the week. Exactly. And so I feel like, you know, it gets into a good groove. There are like kind of like two or three episodes that I didn't really like that much during that um um saga. Okay. But uh, you know, I thought I thought like, you know, just based on that, like the good core of the show was good, right? Where Fair. they have a monster, they have like a loose they give you like bits and pieces of the lore here and there, you know? Or just like world building slowly throughout the episodes. Okay. Uh, which I thought was like really good. I um, so I turn it over to you. What do you what What are the good things that you like about Evangelion? For me, what I liked about it, mm-hmm. obviously, I like. So people are extremely mixed on Shinji. Of course, people think that he's like the worst mm-hmm. main character to ever exist, and people hate him because he just just get in the fucking mech, you piece of shit coward. Blah blah blah. If that was me, I'd be piloting that shit, wrecking shit up. You know all this shit. Well, it's not that easy. He's 14, he's a teenager, he's trying to rebel against his dad, doesn't give a fuck about him, you know, his mom died, like you said, like, yeah, all these things happening, I liked Shinji a lot, I I like his character, people, I didn't give him too much shit, you know, I I think he's a fine character, yes, he's, you know, in terms of anime, people, people want that one punch man, that badass character that just goes in all the time, you know, but then you got Oscar that's like, pretty much a better than him you know like she's like always like yeah i'm better than everybody else she does things quick so personally i liked the humanity of the show how mm-hmm. there's a lot of problems like you know oscar is trying to grow up so she sometimes you know tries to get into shinji's pants sometimes it seems like and you know mm-hmm. just stuff like just good stuff like that and of course you got uh ryoji with you know just like him being like that kind of like that scoundrel character and then Gendo and Ritsuko, what's happening there with those two, you know, sometimes. But, you know, Gendo seems to have an agenda, doesn't give a fuck about anybody or anything. So, obviously, yeah. I like the humanity, but I also love the animation in this, obviously. I think it was phenomenal. I think to this day it holds up pretty well. What do you think about that, Brian? Definitely. Right? Okay. Well, so with Shinji, you know, I think I've said it multiple times on the show that I fucking hate Shinji and I thought he would be the shit. Yeah. Worst character of all time. But I think I agree with you. After watching the show and getting to like know Shinji, yeah, um, I think he gets portrayed. I think in the so the thing about Shinji is I feel like you know like in like like the most common ordinary parts he he gets played very well. Yeah, but like but like in important crucial moments, I feel like his character kind of gets fucked up. And I I don't know if it's because of like the writing or like the message. Um, they try to, you know, they try to do, right. I'm not exactly sure the cause of it, but, um, but yeah, I just feel like, like, especially, I think this is more of a complaint of end of Evangelion, or maybe there's like something that I'm missing and that you can shine a light to that. I just don't understand about his character. Okay. Um, and I think he does have one flaw, but aside from that, like, I do agree that Shinji isn't as bad as people make it out to be. He is a 14 year old. And then, especially like when he gets like when he, because like after he 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 almost killed his you know friend from school, right? I don't know if we can give out spoilers. Yeah, go ahead. Go I ahead. mean, we are right. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Spoilers. Okay. Oh, then. Oh, yeah. That's that's a good ass part. Okay. That that's like I think that 
I'll, I'll later on um well i kind of want to finish this like kind of topic first okay. and then i'll tell you like my favorite my favorite arc of the series okay um so yeah so like this takes him a place in my favorite arc where like it seems shinji's you know really laying down his guns he's like you know i don't want to hurt anybody i don't want to hurt humans like he, he could have killed his friends right and so he left and the only reason why he came back is because you know humanity was going to end you know right ray and asuka were already getting shit on and it was only up to him and so i kind of understand that you know right of course um sorry i kind of lost my train of thought <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah like i feel like that kind of made sense where like um I, th- I feel like that was my favorite Shindy moment where, like, he actually did seem he was going to left. And the only reason why he technically came back was because, like, humanity was going to finish. Um, uh, what were you saying? Because you're... T- oh, yeah. You were talking about animation. Yeah. And I wanted to talk about episode fucking 14. The, the episode was, like, Ray's poem. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Ray's poem and, like, that like the first three minutes of um of that episode was, like... That was like kind of like one of my favorite moments ever. That was a good one. It, it was like really good. Like the poem was good. The delivery was good. Like all the weird fucking art and like kind of like the abstract, like what the fuck is going on shit. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like that was really good. Really well done. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I, that episode was good. It's pretty much masterpiece level. And then like I got even for this time, you know, obviously this show was uh, Hideaki Anno's when he was extremely depressed, as you can tell by this goddamn show, nothing but depression, mm. and, you know, just a bunch of dread. And for me, what I, I really liked, um, I believe I'm trying to figure out what he fought the angel Zerul. So that's the first angel to infiltrate the base when there's no power there. So there's no power. He infiltrates the mm. base and even um, Eva Unit 1 loses power and his arm gets chopped off. Um, the Eva does so in turn does his charm get chopped off maybe and um somehow the arm grows back into like this meat arm right and it's strange yeah. and he ends up fucking that unit yeah. up so that shit was really awesome and you're like what's happening here I thought it was a mech and I was growing meat shit and then there's a halo growing on top of Eva unit one so you're like what, what, what's happening here so that was one uh-huh. of the things that made me yeah. I'm like okay this is getting interesting and obviously that Eva fucks it up and it starts eating the angel so you're like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. And then Misato says that, oh, it's gone berserk. And I'm like, okay, yeah. what the fuck does that even mean? Which I guess it's, it's you know, it makes sense now so why nobody can pilot it maybe. Because I know it's this is the, the brand new unit they made, the bio. It has uh, the biometrics, like you said. It has to synchronize with their biometrics. And so maybe that's why Shinji can. But anyhow. Mm-hmm. Well... So the reason, obviously, he can sync with this, well, I guess, full spoilers here, is because uh, it's Adam. It's another angel. It's another angel that uh, they used. Well, but I thought it was his mom. Well, Adam is his mom. What? Yes. Okay, so what happened in Antarctica? It was... Wait, uh, okay, so... See, th- see, this is what I'm saying. I feel like the lore, and I feel... I don't know. I feel like for me, I feel like the show creates a lot of plot holes. Okay. So could you explain to me? And then it doesn't explain it at all. So could you explain to me what happened in Antarctica, right? Uh, No, I forgot what happened there, honestly. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, okay. So so Gendu was in fucking Antarctica with, with Misato's parents, right? Okay. He caused... Gendu caused a second um, impact, 
which was Adam, okay. kind of destroying whatever. And then the god Adam made the Avas. And then from my understanding is that Shinji's mom sacrificed herself to become the to become uh oh, right. Shinji's Ava. Okay. Right? Yeah. So that's why I feel like that's why like only Shinji can pilot pilot Ava one and that's why Ava one is so OP. Wait, so you explained it then. Well why do you need me to explain it? I don't understand. What do you need to be explained? Well I don't know what so what is Adam to begin with, right? The first angel. So like right? what happened? But there was already a first impact. What happened in because like, that that was like the second impact, right? Yeah. And during the the course of uh, Evangelion, they're trying to prevent the third one. So in the Evangelion world, when impacts happen, there's one thing that comes down. Either you get just an explosion that happens, and I think that's what happened in the first impact. And then somehow humanity slash Earth survived that first impact, or you get angels. So when the second impact happened, which is when Adam came down, that they got they get both impacts now. So now to get the third one, you have to combine that first impact with the second impact, which is why you want to prevent angels from getting to Adam again, which is what they're trying to do, which is why they're always trying to dig down to get to the Eva and trying to get to the heart of what Gendo has made down there, the abomination he's made. So, and obviously this gets more explained actually so, in the movies, but yeah. Okay, so... Fuck. Okay, wait, hold up. Um. Ah, oh, fuck. I'm, okay, I'm still hella confused. I'm not even gonna lie, because, like... Everybody's confused. Because they made it seem it's like... the way it goes. It's the way it goes. <laughs> which I feel like... I feel like should be not... That's not good, you know? Because I, I don't understand how Gendo, like, left Antarctica and kind of caused... Quote-unquote, caused the second impact, right? Because that's what... That's what they said, you know? Because he got... He knew that it was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And it was, seems like it was part of his scenario, quote unquote. Yeah. To start the impact, right? Yeah. To get Adam. Right. And um. And so, could you explain to me? Okay, so maybe this might be the portion where I just ask. Could I ask all my questions that I don't understand? No. Let's get some um, quickly. Who's your okay. favorite angel? My favorite angel. Yeah. Um. That's a good question. I feel like I don't want to be basic, but I think I'm going to be basic. But um, uh, I like the, I like that angel that was fucking everybody up. Um, the one with like kind of like sword hands. Zeril. That yeah. um. Zeril. Yeah, yeah Zeril. Zeril was badass because um. Zeril just fucking everybody up, and then I like the moment how it made Shinji, you know, have to come up and like actually do his shit. Yeah, that's pretty cool, huh? Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Even though like it like ruined, because I feel like. Uh, Zerul, yeah, whatever, was probably the most impactful because that's when you know, like that's when Asuka's pride gets hurt, and that's when she can when she starts to lose her ability to pilot her mecha. Yeah, and um, yeah, I feel like that one's just like a really important one. Um, but what about yours? So mine is Ramiel, obviously. I think mine is that that diamond shaped bitch. You know, I really like it was just a straight up diamond that can shape shift. I thought that was sweet. So. I don't know why, but I, I enjoyed a lot of shape-shifting, you know, to his weird-ass, like, laser beam thing. My favorite angel by far, even in the rebuilds, when it came back, and I was like, okay, Ramiel's back. Yes, sir. That's my boy. But I think, uh-huh. for me, another impactful one was uh, Sahakwil, which is that bomb flying from the sky, and they have to catch it, um, Asuka and Shinji and Rei, and they're running, and Shinji starts running really, really fast, like, to the point that he's, like, kind of zipping through 
the sound barrier seems like, and then he catches it. And this is also kind of when Asuka kind of loses her other thing as well because she's like, oh, just get Shinji to do it anyway. He's he's better at piloting. This is kind of where it started too, where she's like, obviously, like Shinji is like piloting Eva Unit One crazily. He just outran Ray and Asuka both, and he caught it before it, it blew up. I thought that was pretty sweet too. Angels are pretty cool mm-hmm. doing this though. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I go ahead. Yeah, sorry. No, you go. No, I was just gonna say you can ask your questions now, but you can say what you were gonna say. Okay, so. Okay, so what exactly is the difference between Gendu's plan and Seal's plan? Because to me, it seems that both of them want to start their third impact, and so I don't understand what what their what their deal is. Why are they fighting each other? Gendo's plan is just to bring Shinji's mom back. But isn't that through the third impact to become one together? Yeah, but that doesn't mean that he's going to help the world. He's just going to do that for himself, dude. It's really bad. And so what What does Seal want to do? He wants to make the third impact, which would be... You get um, the staff that's on the moon, I believe, which is not in the show. But it's the staff that's on the moon. And then with that, you can Bruh. finally... Wait, wait, no. Are you spoiling the movies? Is this is the movie? It's not in the movies. It's in Death and Rebirth. And it's in... I mean, not really. Ah, okay, just go for it. Just if, go for it. Never mind. If like people are just asking Hideaki Anno question, he answered it. Yeah, they gotta get the spear of the moon, and then you can finally kill Adam, which would, you know, that's it. You win. But it, so in the end of Evangelion, it seemed that they were happy that the third impact happened, right? I I don't I don't know about that. I don't know. I think no. I don't I don't know. I don't think they were. Yeah. Because I got the impression that they were all happy that the third impact happened. And I feel like, you know, if they're both kind of having the third impact, I don't know why they didn't just let it happen to begin with, you know? Well, yeah, but they have different agendas. doesn't mean they're going to share what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Be- well, because, like, from the way that I read it, it's like, you know, even though they have different agendas, the, like, the same thing is going to happen, right? Yeah. Or, like, yeah. So that's how I kind of like, I felt like that kind of confused me was like the whole scenario or whatever. Cause I feel okay. like, yeah, well, yeah. At the end, Gendo doesn't really like, um, like, I don't know. Like, it just feels like they were talking a lot of like, you know, like a lot of overhyped about like, you know, he's like, oh, he's a master plan genius, blah, 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 blah. Right. But to me, it just seemed like, it just seemed like they were both going after the third impact, which I don't know. If they just wanted the third impact to happen so badly, why didn't they just let the angels get it to begin with? You know? Well, I don't know if the angels want a third impact, right? I mean, the thing is, he, I don't, I don't know about that one either. But I think I don't know. I don't know how to explain. I don't know how to answer that one either. I don't know. So, where do the angels come from? Why, why are they attacking Earth? They manifest. It's as simple as that. They manifest yeah. from from like what? From nothing. It's an angel. And they don't have a purpose. Yeah, they're, they're not like. Are they? Wait. So what's their purpose? Sorry. Well, the purpose of like I said, the first impact would just be an explosion of some sort, which would be one uh-huh. way to do it. Which would be if Adam or Eve, one of them has to appear on the planet. And since they, the angels go around destroying planets, apparently. That's not explaining anything of the movies at all, in the movies or the show. 
nothing's explained at all. Yeah. But I believe Adam or Eve had to go on a planet and one of them happens. So I think Eve would be the explosion and then it didn't really work on Earth. So they send Adam to come and destroy it, which is the second impact. And that's the point of the angels. Nothing more, really. It's just a plot device, I would say. Okay. Okay. And um, I don't know. Um, well, maybe we can continue talking about the series. Okay. Um, because before, because I wanted to ask you about the end of Evangelion. All right. Um, but um, I don't know. So what did you think about the last two episodes of uh, of the original series? I hated it. I thought it was boring. I thought it was boring, lazy. It really seemed like he didn't know what he was doing at the end. So he's like, okay, let's do this. Clap, clap, congratulations, congratulations, blah, 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 You know, which is memed everywhere. Shinji, you got yeah. it. <laughs> it's, that's like the most memed anime thing. I think it happened in uh, Gintama too, right? It happened in Gintama recently in uh, one of the episodes. They even said, congratulations, Gintoki. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. They that same thing. They just memed it. Yes. They memed they it. They memed it. Everybody has memed it. And because I just think it was a disaster. I, I don't think he knew what he wanted to do at the end, straight up. And I think the people that like this ending, Brian, I don't know if you like it or not, but people that liked it are very pretentious because they pretend they understand what happened at the end. Uh-huh. That's what I think. Well, the only thing that I, that I don't like about the end is that it beats a dead horse to oblivion, right? Exactly. Where I feel like Shinji keeps going on and on about people not liking him, people not like doing this shit and that right, or whatever. Yeah. But you know, if you think about it, like compared to Asuka, I feel like Asuka like has it like a million times worse than Shinji. Because like, I feel like about Asuka, literally nobody in the series gives a fuck about her. Nah, no one cares. Like not even fucking, not even about like Kaji, right? <laughs> yeah. The person that she's known a lot is like Kaji. Like to her, to him, like it seems like she's just a th- like a thorn, but like. But, like, you know, Shinji, I feel like he develops, like, you know, really, like, especially towards the end. Yeah. Like, you know, he gets really co- close with Misato. You know, his dad thinks, so like, kind of like a whatever. Like, you know, he did get praised once. Um, when Asuka is, like, you know, disappearing for, like, seven days or whatever. Or like, when she's gone for that week after her pride was hurt. Right. Um, it seems like she was getting along with Ray. You know, he had friends. Like, I feel like... It's kind of what I don't understand. Why Shinji just keeps complaining about the same things over and over again. Right. Um, you know, it is kind of unfair to... I feel like he does have points with, like, you know, with the Evangelion, right? Yeah. Where, like, he has to keep piloting it even though he doesn't want to. But the only thing that, like, kind of, like, makes me feel weird about that is because, you know, the first one... Like, so he did quit, right? Yeah. And he was serious. Yeah. He saved the world. And then Kawaru came... And then it was either to stop humanity or kill Kuwata, right? Right. And so, you know, he pilots it one more time. <laughs> and then that's when we get the last two episodes. And so that's where I kind of feel like, you know, like... Like, I feel like, you know, he was kind of forced at that hand. Like, he didn't really have a choice, which really sucks. Yeah. But it's yeah. like, it's not like he's going to pilot it anymore. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like that was a little weird because I feel like Shinji... I don't know. I feel like Shinji gets resolved. We're like, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like that's the only thing that I don't understand about Shinji. Because, like, I feel like, you know, I feel like life does kind of pan out for him for the best. In, uh, in this and one. And we don't. Yeah, right. In this one. Yeah. And we don't see, like, not enough time passes. Because, like, I feel like the last couple episodes just happened in, like, such a short amount of time. Exactly. Right? Yeah. You know, like, 
if he stopped piling the Ava and then nobody gave a fuck about him afterwards, you know, I feel like that, like, you know, that would be more effective right. to to see where I, like where he's coming from. But like all like the but like he stopped piloting and then the, the events happened like, I don't know, a couple days like within the same like I don't know. I don't even know if it's a couple days. It might be like a day or two, you yeah. know. And so I kind of don't feel like it because I feel like, you know, Shinji, like, you know, in the second act of the show, he was starting to get a lot, you know, like his life was like changing for the best. I don't know. That's how I felt. It was. But, you know, it just doesn't mean that he still went through trauma. You know, that's the thing. It's not. Yeah, right, definitely. You know, it's like, and, but I think you're right. Definitely Oscar, dude. Like no one gives a fuck about her. Like Jesus. Yeah. She's been through a shit ton of things. And then in, in the movies, I like her development a lot more in it. I feel like um, she grows up, you know, quote unquote grows up. But then again, not really. But, you know, which. Is it like a different timeline? Yeah. Well, in the, the, re- in the real build, yes, it is. It's so it's like the same period but different timeline. It's like a multiverse, I guess you can say. It's like Hideki Hidi Ano mm-hmm. not depressed. Okay. So it's like what he truly wanted to do with the series is what he said about the rebuilds. If Shinji wasn't depressed? No, no, no. Hideki Ano, the director. Oh, if he wasn't depressed, that's where he, he, wasn't he would take it. He wasn't depressed, I believe. And he just did these how he truly wanted to do them. So I think. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, which obviously people are like, oh, I like the dread of the old one better. I like this, or but I'm not saying that these are happy. These five, these four movies are not happy by any means. But you do get a yeah. conclusion that you do not get in the show and even in the movies and uh, this one, the Eden Evangelion at all. But yeah, I mean, obviously the kind of Ray just kind of go to the wayside, you know, because she's just a clone, and mm-hmm. so I mean. There's that. And of course, well, what do you think about uh, Misato, uh, you know, giving Shinji the old promise? At the, so th- in the end of Amagillion? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess we're not there yet. Huh? Never mind. We'll get that. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um. So, so yeah, kind of, I think I lost my train of thought. But yeah, so like, I, I thought the ending was like, kind of like, you know, I feel like they kept going through like over, the same shit over and over again that they went out to like the series. And then, you know, as like you said, they just like, like maybe, maybe like things will actually be better. And they just kind of clap for him and like end scene. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so like, I think I'll talk about it more when we get to the, I guess we can compare them more at the end of Evangelion. Okay. Um, But yeah, I thought the ending in the anime was really weak. Um, I yeah. thought the weird kind of slice of life alternate reality was yeah. um kind kind of funny um i mean it's kind of interesting i don't know it, it, it kind of did make me sad because like what if like you know if the show wasn't depression like on depression right exactly uh what could it be or like you know what if it was like a regular anime with like kind of the characters you know right, exactly i feel like i think they should do that i feel like that'd be actually a really cool setup where like you know they have like those two alternate realities and then they should do a, like uh like like that has like a slice of life where like it's the complete opposite of all three of them, and actually pans out for the best. And just so you can see how like how the diff- how each character like um, react to different situations. I don't know. I I thought that'd be funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's he's definitely done with Evangelion. He said, but you know, it's um it's, he he's done? done. He said, but it's a money maker. So we'll see. Yeah, definitely. Well. I, yeah, what do you think about uh, Kawaru though? Actually, yeah, over I know, and you watched it on Netflix, so you didn't get the proper mm-hmm. translation, really. Since they, you know, it, it was kind of kind of weird how they did it on Netflix. They changed something that everybody was mad about, 
So what do you think about him? Yeah. So no, what what was the thing that um they changed? He says just so, he, I, don't, I don't know what he it was. tells Shinji he loves him, and then Shinji blushes. Uh huh. So yeah, yeah, was yeah. Was that in the Netflix one? I think it was. Uh, yeah. Was it? Yeah. I thought it wasn't. I, I thought people would, maybe maybe they changed it back then. I don't know, but maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So okay, with Kawaru. Yeah. Um. I just feel like he gets introduced really late to the show. Absolutely. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know. Because Shinji seems like, like, he, like, you know, that they grow, like, very bond. Like, you know, Shinji, like, well, in the end of Evangelion, right. it tells them that he murdered Kawaru, right? Yeah. To, like, no end. Yeah. But he only knew, he only knew Shinji for, like, a couple hours <laughs> at most. Yeah. And so I don't know why Shinji's simping so fucking hard for Kawaru. You know, like, well, yeah. he is a nice guy, but I just feel like, you know, I just feel like with the amount of time they had together... You know, just like a couple hours, maybe ten, twelve at the most. Yeah. Um, how how is he attached so hard? And then, you know, with fucking Asuka literally staying there for months, or I don't know how long that period was, but her staying there so far, and he never like gives a shit about her, you know. And so I I thought that was I was like, I don't know. I thought I like Kawaru. I feel like if he would have been introduced better, it would have been into like it would have made more sense to me. Yeah. But since he was only there for like a couple hours, I think you know I just feel like. Well, Used way too Fine. late. But that's, that's fair. That's a fair point. But I think uh, Asuka has always been really cool to Shinji, kind of bullying him the whole time. And then finally, somebody showed an interest in Shinji, truly caring about him. And he probably got attached way too easily because of his, you know, mommy daddy issues he has. So somebody finally mm-hmm. wanting, like, saying that like, he loves him, that he's special, and all this shit. Like, maybe it just got him attached that quickly, man. And having someone like Asuka just kind of a bitch to him in his eyes the whole time <laughs> you know i can i can see that happening definitely because then when somebody's mean to you like oscar even though she's like the sundera type or she really low-key likes him he doesn't know that you know he doesn't know that so I think yeah be no i just way. feel like i think definitely well i feel like there's like a lot of miscommunication in their part you know where like us Asuka, like you know she gets interested for like short beers at time and then she's like sundera's or whatever <laughs> but like I don't know. I just thought it was fucked up, like, the entire time, you know, like, when she lost her ability, like, you know, even though, I don't know, I feel like, I feel like at that point, you know, like, um, like, when somebody's going through it like that, you know, like, like, even if you don't like that much, like, you, you know, you check up on them, especially, like, if you're living with them. I don't know. I feel like, or, like, even Misato, I feel like it's mainly not even Shinji's fault. I I feel like it's Misato's fault, because I feel like she should have been the adult. Yes. Because, you know, she knows, she understands way more. Yeah. But, like, she only cared about Shinji, and she didn't give a fuck about Asuka. And I feel like... Yeah, pretty much. It's not really on Shinji. I feel like it's more on Misato than anything. I, I mean... Especially yeah. since she was, like, her, her like, guardian, you know? Well, yeah. Uh, she seemed, yeah, just favorite yeah. Uh, Shinji the whole time. It seemed like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, you know, instead of trying to help her out, she kind of tried to cut her loose and, and get somebody else, you know? Right. Instead, instead of trying to fix it, well, good lord! But she's always there crying because Shinji's like disappeared or whatever, or blah 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 blah. But yeah. Well, I mean, I guess with that, I mean, I don't know what to talk about. You can anything you're more confused about, or should we go into the death? Um, at uh, end of, uh, the end of Evangelion. We can go to the end. Um, I I guess I just did want to say that, um. I feel like Ray. I feel like I like I like Ray characters a lot because I feel like like. Oh. I feel like she's like 
the kind of the opposite of everybody. Yeah. Where everybody hates being human, but like on her side, she's learning how to be human, right? Yeah. You know, because like towards the end, she's like she's starting to blush or like cry and like or just like feeling a lot more feelings. Yeah. And so, um, I thought you know I think Ray throughout the entire series was like really great because you know you know they had that poem, um, she's and then and then Davigalian she kind of takes like the role of like you know who's gonna like her and Kwaru are kind of like Adam and Eve in a sense, right. you know, like when they're yeah. going through the whole metamorphosis. Yep. And so I feel like, um, yeah, Ray is definitely cool. Cause like you don't get to see a lot from her, but what you get to see is actually really cool. Okay. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. I think she's pretty, people kind of, you know, think that she's just a deadpan kind of character, but it's not really her fault that she has no emotions really. And you know, a lot of them and a lot of shows like uh, Shikimori, you had that deadpan Molly. That's not really explained why she's emotionless dead. But a nice one it is. Yeah. There's a reason she's like this. So I, I think uh, that's pretty neat, too, how people just kind of copy her character and don't give a reason why they're deadpan, though. But, yeah, I'm, yeah. With, you though. I'm with you there. And so what would you rate the opening themes and the ending themes? Um, Did you get the true opening themes on Netflix? Um, Well, I don't know what the true Angel one is because it's like my only experience. Yeah, we're like, ah, okay. yeah. I, I think what you didn't get was the ending. Which, yeah, obviously, I think the OP is 10 out of 10, even with um the visuals, uh-huh. everything. I think it's great. It yeah. sticks out. And what about the ED? That was all right. I already forgot it, so I'm, I'll give it a 5 out of 10. Bruh, no. <laughs> I'm the exact opposite. Oh, wow. I don't know why. I find the OP really obnoxious. I, I, I don't like it at all. Well, okay, I like it kind of. It's a 5. It's a 5, you know? It's like take it or leave it. Yeah. But um, the ending's low key my favorite because like it's it's like they kind of like slightly change it throughout the episodes. You know, sometimes like completely black or like they change the color scheme. Is it the one? And it's just like under the moonlight one. Yeah, where it's just like Ray's body kind of like floating and it's like there's a moon and it's just like the piano. Okay. Yeah, I think it was gone from Netflix for a long time and it came back. I guess the hell that's weird. Something was gone. I think this was it. Damn, did they just keep changing the shit? Yeah, I'm, I'm, everybody here in the comments is saying that this is the true ED. Netflix sucks for not putting it on, so I think um, they put it on. Could, could you send me it? Yeah, it was just fly me to the moon. Fly me to the moon? Yeah. But I'll hmm. send it to you, though. Does it have lyrics or no? Um, I can't listen to it right now, but... Because, like, the one in the show didn't have lyrics. And then I, he- I see oh. here... In the in the in the my anime list, it says "Fly Me to the Moon," "Fly Me to the Moon," Ray number five version, Ray number six version, beat version. I guess a bossa techno version by episodes eight. I don't know. Like I feel like they have a million versions. I don't really get. Yeah, no kidding. But uh, but yeah, that shit. I don't know. I love. I loved it. Like I feel like it was kind of. It was one of my favorite endings. There. Yeah. So I'm. I'm hearing it now, and there is lyrics to it. Ah, that's weird. Yeah. So, you, I don't oh, know. I'll check that you out didn't later. didn't get the Netflix lyrics, I guess, lyrics, right? I guess what it happened. Yeah, no lyrics. And you like that? Okay, I'm, I'm, that's very surprising. Yeah, no, I, I, I fucked with it hard. Like, just kind of like the creepy ending. Well, it, it was kind of like, it was unsettling, you know? Because, like, it's a weird picture and then, like, with, like, no lyrics and just, like, piano music. I think, it's definitely for me, though, the era when I watched this stuff, Evangelion, at this time, is when I used to always skip OPs and EDs. So, honestly, I just probably skip the ED all the time. Anyway, 
Uh-huh. So I don't know. I couldn't even tell. No. I, sometimes it was the best part of the show. <laughs> Damn. Well, shit. I guess with that, should we jump into End of Evangelion? Uh, sure. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. So big, so big question, Arthur. This is what pissed me off the like the worst. Why is Shinji so fucking depressed in the beginning of it? Why doesn't he want to do anything? Because, um, because I don't understand how this movie fits into the series. Because if it's like, if it's like the direct sequel from the anime, then shouldn't he be happy? Because you know he had that revelation. Like, wow, Shinji, you did it. Or, I also hear that it, um, the movie is like, because you know how the last two episodes gets like really abstract and you don't really see anything. Right. It, people explain it as like it's showing you the events what's going on in the last two episodes yeah that's what they say right and so right. so what so what do you think about it like how like yeah so I feel like this was this got me more um this definitely left a bigger impact on me than the last two episodes 25 and 26 absolutely um which is what I went into because I've heard that from people when I, when I watched the person told me to watch it told me that the last two episodes sucked they were out of money and all this shit blah 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 I say they're trash so yeah I watched this and it's the better ending so I went into it thinking mm-hmm. it'd be a better ending and yeah I got a better ending and I think it starts off right as a uh, Kawaru dies I believe right which is why he's uh fucked in the head so wait that. so this is after Kawaru yes. dies but like I feel like he died in the show too. And, like, Shinji wasn't this fucked up. Well, that doesn't matter. I mean, it's, it's a different ending, right? Or what? I don't, I don't understand what you want. Okay, well, I just kind of hate where, like, you know, in one show he has trauma, in the other one he doesn't, you know? And then if he's, if it's over Kawaru, you know, what was it going to do? Let's say all the humanity? Either, I don't know. I just feel like... Kawaru died or Ray died. Someone's dead. No, it, it was Kawaru. I think it was because of Kawaru. Because, okay. you know, because we see Asuka, you know, we have like that scene where he nuts. The the, the special you know, scene. Yes, that's correct. The disgusting, yeah. The disgusting scene, which I only feel like it's only there to make us hate Shinji for the end of Evangelion. I feel... No, I'm pretty I think it's sure only... it's when Ray dies. Now I'm looking into it. And but I Ray didn't Ray dies here. But Ray didn't die. She did. But Ray didn't die though. She's, she died. No, and she dies earlier on when she combines. She killed herself to what? destroy a uh, zero zero unit. Yeah. No, but he already knows that that's a clone though. So what? Ah oh, fuck. Wait, wait, what is that? So if it's a clone or not, doesn't mean you're not close to that clone. I don't understand. Yeah. No. I mean, I guess I don't know. Honestly, I don't, I don't fucking know, I guess. Right. Well, I, I don't know. I'm show. pretty sure it's because Ray's dead and he's traumatized. Pretty damn sure that's what happened. Okay. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So, do you want to go through the synopsis? Well, I mean, there's not much to go through here. It's just, um, you know, there's an order to attack Nerve and shit happens now. You got Shinji nutting on, you know, the Oscar Komet's host body, which is, you know, that's the, that's the first scene you get, which is like, okay, we're starting off strong, I guess. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then with that, you kind of go through the scenes of, um, you know, Eva's fighting each other and just a bunch of visuals. And and this is this is where I told you the promise, the promise with uh, Misato. But and then you get these weird, like, um, flying bird things that are like Eva units, 
not really though, right? And they yeah. just fuck up Asuka. Good lord. Well, well, how Seal just randomly made mechas better than all of the mechas that <laughs> yeah. that Gendo was able to make for some, and then not only have like one of them, but also have like nine of them. Yep. Um, I feel like I love the scene. I feel like um, the scene when Asuka's like fucking up all the mil- military, yeah. and the uh, and the the reincarnated well the the Deadpool fucking um, <laughs> Avas. Yeah. Was like super badass, yep. you know. Fuck Shinji when he like, I like how he was mad for like he hears her die, gets up in his Ava, and then sees that she's dead, gets mad, and then completely forgets about it because he starts tripping with like, the whole thing gets activated with Ray or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, and then obviously we get like a little sneak peek of the spear of Longinus here, which is what I was kind of. Which is pretty important, I guess, later on in the movies in the other one. And because, like, you know, uh, Oscar yeah. has her AT field and it just goes right through. And so she gets fucked. And. So what does the. Go ahead. So what is the Spirit of Longus supposed to do? Apparently, it's a, just supposed to be able to pierce any AT field and kill angels pretty easily. So mm-hmm. it, it's. Yeah. And there's no background on it? Nope. It just exists. I mean, I'm not sure if it's like a religious thing that I just don't know or care about. Yeah, I'm not sure. But I know that Hideaki doesn't give a he he doesn't give a shit about religion either, though. So I, I don't know. Also, how would you describe, um, how would you describe, um, the AT fields? Um, man, that's like what, what, what do you mean, like what they do or what? So what are they? Because I'm understanding that it's like a like kind of like the will of the person. I'm not exactly sure if that's correct, but like you know, the will of the person it cr- makes a shield to protect them. I don't, but I don't. I have I have no okay, idea. Okay, well, I mean, sure, makes sense to me. Which is which is why, uh, <laughs> bro. What? I was just hoping that you had like an explanation because I wasn't sure. No, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know really. I just know that it's uh. You know, I would just I would really describe it as the uh, the thing that protects them from angels. That's it. I don't know what it, if 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 you say that it's that, then fine. I don't know. I, I don't. I didn't look too deeply oh. into AT fields, or maybe I forgot how they describe them or something. But I don't know. I guess okay. I, I'm I'm not like you looking too deeply into these little things like that. I don't I don't know. I don't really care. I guess. Okay. Right. Yeah. That's fair. And then, but yeah, we go on through this thing, and uh, yeah, so Oscar dies, and then we get the halfway point, and her fucking Eva's being weird and getting gory and all this shit, and you get some Gendo with uh, some Ray clone, and uh, yeah, so it starts. Now you have um, Frozo, Frozo with the visors, some shit, man. Oh my god, this movie is so fucking confusing now. I haven't, haven't had watched it. Good yeah. lord. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely a clusterfuck. Well, what do you think about the um, ending, I guess? Do you like this better than the ending from uh, the show? Well, the one thing that I don't like about the ending is uh, that, you know, so Shinji goes through his entire thing. He picks humanity. Yeah. And um, he's there with Asuka. And the first thing he, it, <laughs> the first thing he does is show her. And um, I kind of I'm like, why Shinji? So I don't know. 
I thought that was kind of I I really don't understand why he was choking Asuka, and then the whole disgusting line at the end. I I don't know. I kind of I didn't understand it. Well, the disgusting because I feel like yeah. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, here you go. I mean, he's choking her. I don't know why either. But I mean, he's mad because you know she was never there for him in his eyes. Blah blah blah. I'm Shinji. I'm a baby. But the disgusting line is obviously when he came on her. That was the whole point of that. Really, it just finally it went full circle from the beginning to the end. That was that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I believe uh, Hideaki Anno he asked the voice actress, "What would you say if somebody came on your comatose body?" And he recorded her reaction. She said, "Disgusting." Well, yeah. 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 So I kind of feel like you know. So the, I guess that's the only comparison where like. I don't know if Shinji had character development in this ending compared to the other one. Because the other one was shit. Yeah. But it seemed like, you know, it was going to, like, he had character development. And in this one, it seemed like he did because he chose humanity. When And I feel like this kind of weird abstract shit that they made us go yeah. through the second time in the end of Invigilator yeah. was way better done. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like, you know, like that, that weird mind fuck was, like, way better the second time Jeez, yeah. and so i i felt like it would have been like a million times better you know because i feel like you know the dialogue in the script is better with like shinji because you know we got a lot of you know i feel like asuka and shinji fight fought a lot and kind of like you know spoke the truth during that, that entire scene right yeah, yeah yeah of course and so so you had that but then the whole choking thing just kind of made me not understand what happened and i'm not sure if shinji actually did have character development or not well, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, he's still, still just a boy. Yeah, but those live action scenes were pretty neat. You know, going back to live action. Oh right? yeah. And obviously, he got death so, threats back when he made uh, the '95 version, and he put those up here too. So. Yeah. So, what do you think he was trying to get at when he was showing like, like a video of the crowd or like an audience? Oh man. It was like the Ray and the Evangelion merch. Uh, I'm not sure what he was trying to say there. He just. He just maybe some kind of, uh, you know, sometimes with these kind of things, like people try to get too deep into it, but maybe he really just meant, he just thought it, it looked cool. Kind of like with his, uh, his yeah. whole angel and Christianity thing. He does not care about religion. He thought, okay, it looks cool. So that yeah. could be it too. But I don't know. What, what, what do you think? What'd you get from it or what? Um, I don't know. I w- well, cause it, it was weird that he was bringing back, um, I don't know, because I, I think the main thesis of the show is about loneliness. Okay. And um, empathy and apathy. And so, but I feel like everybody everybody in the crowd seemed like they were having a good time. <laughs> so I really didn't get like, it was weird because it seemed like, you know, he was showing people being brought together over this one thing about loneliness, yeah. you know? Okay, yeah. Right? Cause it's, and so, yeah, but. Honestly, I feel like the only person who knows is the creator, but I don't even know if he knows. He won't answer, probably ever. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Because, like, man, pretty much, like, this, yeah. this ending stuff here, I mean, after you watch the rebuilds, none of it really matters anymore because it's just a totally different thing. So, I don't know. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm curious what you're going to think about um, the rebuilds, but obviously... Did you watch uh, Death and Rebirth? No. Mm, no. Well, no. Well, because yeah. I... Go ahead. Did it have anything different from the other no, two? No, Death and Rebirth is a recap. Just, it just... 
Yeah. Right? It's a recap, and it's a little bit of added context. So some people say that, but I did watch it, and I didn't get anything different. But you know, people would say that it's a good, it's a good summary. But I don't think so. I think uh, honestly, you need to watch the show. I don't think the recap is good and like enough to be like, yeah, you know what? Fuck the show, Brian. Just watch that and rebirth, and you'll get the whole story. No, I think that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, it probably would just to remind everybody. Well, because back then, probably like with like movies and shit. Like, I mean, well, like they didn't have like we they couldn't stream it, you know. Well, that's, that's true. And it was like, yeah. yeah, like a year or two before the the movie came out, and so it just probably just as a fresh reminder to the people who watched it. Yeah, Death and Rebirth came out in '97, so that's two years after the show, and then Ed Evangelion came out. Yeah, so I think you're right because. Um, Death and Rebirth came out in March, and then this this uh the end of the million came out in June, so about what, two months, three months later. So I think you're right. Yeah, it's probably just a good way to promote the the movie mm-hmm. and also remind people what happened. Yep. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Well, okay. I guess with that, I mean, well, any final thoughts on the entirety of this Death and Rebirth, uh, end of Evangelion, and uh, just Evangelion in general. No, I think I think we got, well, I think we got it all. I think you got it all. Yeah. That was mainly you because a lot of shit that happened, I just uh, told totally, no, 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 not in a bad way. I just it's been a while for me. Yeah, for sure. So cool. Would you like to read it? Yeah, well, let's read them separately, right? Or what? You want it all together? Mm-hmm. Not separately. Okay. Then I'll do Evangelion first, and you do Evangelion, then we'll do um, the end of Evangelion. So for the show itself, obviously, I think it's a good show. You know, I think. The visuals, the acting, the characters, everything about it is pretty damn phenomenal. But yeah, there are some scenes that are kind of like, okay, why you got to do that? But, I mean, overall, I think it's a fine show. And I'll give it an 8 out of 10. I just really, really do not like the ending. I just don't, I just, I don't know. Everything about it is just not for me. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And then... And then for me, I feel like I'm kind of in the same vein with you. I feel like the show um, definitely has its high points, very low, uh, low points. I think just like I think they just don't stick the landing. I mean, yeah, they don't stick the landing very well in the end. Okay. Um, yeah. It was actually really interesting because like the way that I was thinking about it, was, like doing a compilation between you know the end and the show together. Yeah. But. Um, like one like whole score but actually kind of like this way better and so i think i'll give the show like an eight out of ten because it was good it's just like kind of the ending and then there's (laughs) you know did yeah the end of evangelion so yeah okay very nice and now for end of evangelion for me i think um it was pretty sweet too i just you know i think it wrapped it up nicely but uh, you know, I mean, I know you're going to probably get a lower score than me because, you know, a lot of things were not explained. And the only way to get things explained is to essentially watch, like, a YouTube video of someone trying to explain it. But then again, you know, you're kind of still confused. But End of Evangelion, on its own, I'll give it a 7 out of 10. I thought the ending was pretty good, honestly. Even that choking scene, I just... It stuck with me harder than the ending of the um, the show and I, I thought you know the disgusting last word it fit it fit Asuka's character and it fit what Shinji honestly did to Asuka it was disgusting yeah and for me 
I feel like I probably am going to give it a lower score just because, like, I feel like the best part of the show will see, like, the action. Okay. Um, I, I really do love, I do love, like, the whole thing with, like, Rei and Kwaru and Shinji and, like, the abstract moment of it. But I just feel like it just didn't pan out to anything. I have no idea how to read it. Yeah. And so, wait, did you say seven? I did. Oh, okay. Then I'll probably give it a seven, too. Oh, okay. Because it, it, yeah, because it was good, but I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck. I just kind of, I didn't get the clarity um, that I wanted. Sure. Yeah. And, um, but it did give me badass scenes and, you know, really cool, you know, shit to watch. And so, can't complain. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Excellent. Well, I guess that wraps it up for another amazing episode of the Anime Fridge. Uh, make sure to check out our library, check out our past episodes, check out our Monogatari series. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe this might be like a series with, like where we review like the movies one by one afterwards. Um, only the time could tell. But yes, check out our Facebook and Instagram at uh, Anime Fridge. Email us at AnimeFridge at gmail.com. Tell us what you think about Shinji. Uh, I'm Brian, and that is my senpai, Atur-chan, and uh, Jenna. Bye, guys. Bye.